What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Lockout Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm here with uh, Hawkeye back again, guys, General Manager of the Dark Brotherhood, and we are joined by... Uh, Croxy, General Manager of Jackfosh FC. Jack Still Fosh a FC. trash <laughs> name, but that's okay. We live and we learn. He's back, boys. Croxy's back. Week in, week out. So... Oh. Uh, yeah, one week in, one week out. Yeah, he's, he's basically our FIFO worker. Um, <laughs> and we've got our other FIFO worker, which is Ryan. He's not here tonight. Uh, but today we're going to be having a look at our next club preview. And the team we're going to be looking at is the Essendon Bombers. Yeah, pretty bang bang average team, but uh, your team though, so to speak. So, um, mate, you watch what you're saying you, uh, about the greatest team to walk this. Uh, just because they this... won the first ever VFL Premiership does not make them the greatest team ever. No, right? we are. We've won the most cups. Nah, I don't believe it. No, we have. Uh, Sixteen apiece. Nah, forgotten. Us and Carlton. Sixteen apiece. Yeah, yeah. So Carlton's a better team. No, no, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, no, no. No. All right. Well, anyway, we're going to kick it. off. Um, you know how we like to do it here. We like to start from the top. And we're going to talk about, so, off the rip, one of the best fantasy players that's... Uh, what, to ever play the game? Yeah, no, well, no. Well, no, no, in the last decade, no, um, no, no. he well, is. Anyway, we've got to review your, your shitty squad anyway first. Where'd you finish up? Uh, I'm sorry, you, you, shitty squad. No, we finished in 11th. 11th. We, yeah. we were tied for 10th, okay? And so Carlton points. finished 5th, so does yeah, that so make does them that make better? Carlton, does that make them better, yeah? I think they do. Uh, last I think season, it does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, last season, yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> last season, yes, it does. So 16 and a better result than an Essendon, eh? Well, did they win a championship? No, did they win the premiership? We didn't did they win it? No, sorry. Sorry. Oh, that's silence. That's right. They did, did not Essendon win it. finish in the top half? <laughs> yeah, what well, top half? No, yeah. but the oh, greatest no, would no. be the people with the, I guess, most rings, most championships. Uh, kind no, of no, like that enough. argument between LeBron yeah, and Michael Stop. Jordan. I don't so, about, no, we don't talk about LeBron on this book. Absolutely not. I will walk out. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree with them. All so right, Anyway, hold on. Notable losses for you boys. Though. You guys are already on the back foot. Tip and Woody, D'Ambrosio and Zerk Thatcher. Sorry, D'Ambrosio couldn't get a game. Yeah, yeah he's so gone he's to gone to he's gone to a subpar team. No, 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 he's no. gone to scrape the bottom of the back. No, look, nah. Massimo was a good player, brought in. Young, yeah, he nah. just he just couldn't get into. The team. I, was, I was pulling your chain because you had three reasonable outs, but ins. You, I don't know what you guys did, man. Xavier Dersma, Todd Goldstein, Ben Mackay, and the rookie Nate Caddy, and I mean, Jay Gresham, and Gresham. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about Gresham as well. Oh, man, you guys are actually in the offseason. You've um. Great additions. You guys we, are going all We out. filled our bank up over the last couple of years now, and we have made the most of it. And um, no, we can't do anything <laughs> because we paid an average defender. Sorry, I mean, we paid Ben Mackay a lot of money and front loaded his contract. So, as, so even we could as get an Essendon fan, you, you reckon you overpaid? No, we definitely overpaid. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> But we only did it because that way they got the free agency compensation, which meant that they didn't then contest or match the offer, and then that meant we had to engage with them in trading. Oh. Like we could just do it. They'd be like, "All right, cool, we're guaranteed pick number three. and then well, so you throw in the kitchen sink at your end. So I'm nearly going to say you guys middle six to maybe even sneak into the eight this year. Yeah, I think look six to what do you say nine? Yeah, middle 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 six. So yeah. six to twelve. Yeah, hopefully you sit in the. Squeeze into the top eight with all the ins you've got. That should be your goal. Well, look, I think a big liability last year was we had Zerk Thatcher and he probably wasn't ready to be the number one key defender. 
And then we had injuries out in our defense. So that kind of made it a bit difficult. I think the ins that we got are really going to support us. Um, so, yeah, I think six to nine is a pretty good chat. What do you think? Uh, probably bottom half, I reckon. Bottom half. So <laughs> mid. He's only saying that to wind me up. <laughs> but also in six to 12 was what we said. So he's on the nose really. I feel like I'm the warn dog from the traders because uh, he's a massive Essendon fan and the other two just rip on him as well. Geez. But that's okay. Oh, well, that's Essendon kind of review when they're hopefully goals, big ins, big outs. So question, question for you, Josh. Uh, how many players do you have from Essendon in your team apart from Merritt if you've got him? I don't have Merritt and I don't think I have a single Which Essendon. we will get to in a future podcast uh, episode when we go over the rest of our teams. But yeah, I don't have a single Essendon player. There you go. Wow. Yeah, we went over that last week. Yeah. But I'll have Essendon players in my That's draft team. That's a lot of confidence yeah. in your own team there, hey? Well, there's people that need to move around. Like, I, f- I feel like my defense is kind of there. Wait, but you, don't tell me you didn't even take Nate Caddy. Nah, no way. Not even on your bench? Nah. Why am I going to play a key to position player? Like, what's, what's he going to score? A maximum of 50? Yeah, true. Well, where is he? Like, that's not what I need. I need people that are going to score well. But we'll talk about our forwards. Well, and yeah, our let's, let's get into fantasy anyway. So, so let's, off. Let, yeah, let's take it back to the start. And uh, best player of last year for Bombers, well, there's really only one choice. Yeah, I mean, he's the king. Well, he's the best no. player of the last decade. He is. He is the best fantasy player of the last decade, mate. No. Averaged is 118 he? in his third season and has not dropped under 100 in the last 10 years. Yeah, and what was he ranked last year? Like fourth. Sixth. Sixth, yes. Not even in the top five. Sorry. He, for 10 years, no, has been at no, the top. No, I don't believe that. No. no. So, I'm sorry. He <laughs> Novak Djokovic comes and doesn't win a single Grand Slam next year. Is he not considered one of the best? Is this a tennis podcast? Yeah, what's going on? What no, I'm sorry. I'm just putting it in terms that anyone can understand You know what? If here. you played for a good team, we might actually <laughs> no, rate him here. All right. But yeah. anyway. Mate, how about James Sisley play a whole season without getting suspended? <laughs> then, then we can factor in a little conversation around it. Impossible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So Zach Merritt um, averaged 112.9 yeah, last 113 season. 113 average, yeah, yeah. 113. Missed, what, one game? Yeah, one game. Yeah. He comes in very pricey, though, at $1.02 million, um, which is unpickable. Look, coming back to your point, uh, to argue, he's, he's one of the – Is he 1.2? I thought he's – or am I looking at last year's? I think you look, might be looking at last, last year's. years. But it's argued, like I said, I gave you some shit there, but it's hard to argue he's not one of the elite players – He's no, easily entirely. one of the top four, yeah, top, top three five, mids. Yeah, exactly. Top three mid, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, to come off the off the board. When we do um, our fantasy draft, mate, when the mids start flowing, that's he's gonna be one of the first. As mids. far as value goes for last year though, he um ended up on the which is interesting, started at I can't remember what he started at, but he finished on the exact same. Didn't go up, didn't go down a single dollar last year. Oh really? Yeah. So he didn't he didn't gain any money, but I mean, but I mean he started high. I think he started yeah. nine something class. Yeah, and he lost money, and then he lost he's and then went back. back up. So he's not someone you're picking for value. Like you're paying top dollar for the for top. Him. Well, he had 15 games over 100, and he had nothing under an 80. He's, yeah, he's not and someone any one of us picking, right? Well, well yeah, again, I, he's we'll too much. It, but yeah, he's too much. He's, he might be too much. But. He had eight times over 150. Like the guy has a ceiling. That is astronomical. High score of what? Uh, 158 against the Tigers. Yeah. But he's built for it. Average high didn't like – there were obviously high scores last year, but, I mean, you average high enough. It doesn't matter if you occasionally pop a 180 or a 170. What do you think is like – if you had to give – like if you're going to pick him, what's the line that you want him to go at? If he's at 110, what do you need – 
What do you need him to one? See, I don't even think one ten's enough. Like Flat look pass. at yeah, look at Bont last year. He was our top performing mid, and he was at what one hundred and twenty. But for fantasy, and I don't know if this is true for all our listeners and whatnot. But I mean, I for some, you just two or three players you got to put in at high price, and just if they average the one hundred five, one ten bare minimum, you just have to cop it. That's what you have to get. You don't yeah. don't look for any increase. Well, I mean, don't you're look looking at um, captain options as well, right? Yeah, he's well, that's he's it. someone that can roll out a 160, and you're looking at 320. Well, I mean, like you said, line. you said he's good for 10 years, mate. Due for an injury this year, though. No, you <laughs> shut your mouth when you're talking about <laughs> Zach Merritt like that. All right, well, that's that's the top player. Again, this is your team, so bust of the bust, I suppose, or bottom player of the year, I suppose. Who you got? Anybody? Surely you would have actually. You'd notice more negatives than positive, realistically. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's hard because, like, there's so many people that came in with, like, good promise but maybe didn't do well. I wouldn't I wouldn't have any idea who lost the most amount of money, but there's people that did not live up to expectations. Okay, well, I've kind of done a little small breakdown, you know, like the statistics of the game and whatnot, but who, who have you got that kind of felt that personally let you down then? Um, other than half the team? Yeah, or- just one name. Throw one, one name. Setterfield, you had him, didn't maybe? you? Throw one name. McGrath? Yeah, McGrath was one of the players I, I had a quick look at. Um, I've got two. Who? Mine would be Dylan Shield. The man needs yeah. to be put out to pasture. Yeah. Well, um, well, let's be honest. You should have got rid of him a while ago. Mate, he comes up for contract and has a great year and then goes back to getting injured again. Like Stringer. Yeah, well, Stringer's the you, other That's one. your team, bro. They, they play one good year before their contract year and then they, I don't know what they're doing. That's all right. But, look, he had uh, the first – Shields' first five rounds were excellent, but they were just downhill after that. Um, missed a few games. I think he was injured. Yeah, he, he did, he did a – I think it was an ankle, and then he just never got right from it. That came back and then got kind of went down again, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. Um, but he's also been in decline the last four years. Um, yeah, he's, he's not the – like – what we gave up for him, he's not been worth it. But, I mean, you kind of, like, that's the risk that you take with yeah. these big signings, right? Well, again, I know as soon as I said Dylan Chill, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you don't climb across the table if, well, you haven't actually, which is good. So I continued with the Shield rant. But the other one that went um, poorly was Langford. His game does not translate to fantasy. fantasy. No, no, 100%. Yeah. But, like, one, but people were taking him. And he had one game over 100 and was down over 150,000. Yeah. But, I mean, this is a guy that plays forward now. Like, he's not a midfielder for us no, anymore. No, true. So, like, he has found his absolute spot as that, like, mid-tall, and he's just so good. Like, kicks so many goals. Mm. He, I, play, I think as a player, I was, I was well, stoked for him. When we were doing our, uh, like, each week when we were, like, you know, little sneaky sports bet there, guys. Um, mate, it was pretty much guaranteed. Langford kick a goal. Yeah. It was, it was pretty, pretty bang on. Pretty good money. So... But yeah, and he Nick Sandbarrow for you, mate, Croxy. Yeah. Yeah. Nick uh Nick hates us so much he's not really commenting on this one. He's so turned into a that's, mute. That's, that's fair enough. I understand. We we like that at the best of times, but yeah. he'll uh, kick in some odd comments here and now. All right, wait. Uh so boom, what about boom? Surely, surely we've gone the negative path, boom play. Surely you've got a few names that might uh I mean booms could be someone like a Well no, sorry, not breakout for next year, boom. Who boomed for you last year? Yeah, this is what I mean. Yeah, like it could have been a setter field. Um, could have boomed. Yeah. It could have been a Nick Martin as well. Yeah. Um, well, he didn't go a lot up in fantasy. I had a quick look at Martin. He did he not? Like he, no, not, not, not as much no, as I guess think. he only had a six-point rise yeah. in fantasy. Look, I, I had Setterfield for me. Um, he was up 140,000. 
before he got hurt and missed half the season. Also, um, his average jumped 29 points. Yeah, by 28, 29 points. Yeah, yeah that's – yeah, exactly. Um, but the problem is with Satterfield, and I don't know if you noticed it because I brought him in for a few games. That's when I really saw him, but he disappears. Yeah, well, what I was like, because when I was doing the breakdown for this, I was like thinking back and there were so many times towards the end of the season that he he had like a really bright start. I think at the start he averaged like, I don't know, 107 in the first five games. So everyone brought him in hmm. if you didn't start with him. But towards the end, Chris Scott was just playing him. Um, sorry, Brad Scott was just playing, playing him. <laughs> Um, in defense, like he was doing tagging roles on people. So you think he's trying to find him? Find yeah, I just I did think that he just messed with the rotations too much. But if you went in there and you were like, hey, who do you want your midfield to be? You'd I'd be like Merritt, Parrish, and Setterfield. Okay, there you go. And then I'd bring Shield and um, Stringer in as pinch hitters. Like that would be my role through. Not left right out, but all right. Yeah, that's, no. That's well, I want him to sit forward. <laughs> and I'd have Shield probably out. See, the hard part is I would have had him at a wing, but now I'd have him at a high half forward. Oh, you've got to have – can't have him on a wing yeah. anymore, yeah. Because um, he's very quick. Still? Yeah, he's very quick. But he just doesn't have the disposal and the the body to get him through anymore. Not anymore. No, that's it. Um, all right, well, that's three down. Fourth breakout play for this year. Surely you'd have a – See, there's a few people there's, that it, it's, it like it could be. Yeah, I know that's the same. Um, I could find. I couldn't find a clear cut. Like, we'll go back to some of those names that I talked about. Like, Nick Martin could have another season and a half where he's he starting just, so high though. So you think he could really? Yeah, well, that? He, I mean, he's only in an eight, 85. He could look at Hugh McCluggage. That's who I see him as. What he could be like uh, that winger that pushes in the middle. But there's talks of him actually playing in defense, which. That's access to bulk points, kicks, marks, handballs, like, and then he'll run and gun with it. So I think he could be one. I'm really interested to see what happens with Jordan Ridley um, with the addition of Ben Mackay. Jordan Ridley last year, when he went and scored well, scored 128, but he had games of 128, 127, and 102. All of them had 14 marks in those games. So if he can get those intercept marks, which what he was rated as the number one intercept defender a few years ago um, before he got concussed um, and then forgot how to play football. But if he can get back to doing that, then he could go bulk points. Yeah. Who do you have? Um, It's unconventional and um, I suppose we spoke about it earlier, if not before the podcast, but I've got Nate Caddy. I mean, I know you, you know, you, you I don't think you've got a big enough, I know, I know your forward lines are right, but I think you need that key, for, which is why you brought him in at such a high oh, pick. 100%. As a football team yeah. decision, as 100% a future, if, and, yeah. and at the same time with fantasy, I think he'll start most of the season or if not quite a bit, and that's where I see the the, gen- yeah, the, the, I get that. the, the money going in. Um, but he has to beat a break even in order to go up in which money. Which I think he will. As long as you keep – that was your bread and butter, kicking to Lloyd – and well, look at um, like, two meter Peter, forty years. Dos metros so Petros. I mean. You start going straight back to that. Get, now you got Nate Caddy, a proper forward in there. Peter Wright, unfortunately, had some great, great, uh, great games last year when he uh, Mate, when he played bags. up forward. Yeah, yeah, the kicks none or he kicks six. Um, but that's your problem. We for the last few years, like I said, we joked around. You haven't won a premiership in a while, but because you have rubbish, you have rubbish players. I was about to say oh, you have hybrid rubbish players that. You don't have a key. You haven't had key positions. Yeah, for a while. we haven't had a like established spine in a long time. Yeah. I, what really helped hurt was, and we're not going to talk about, it, was the supplement saga that like screwed up 
what it would have looked like with Hooker and Hurley and then our set middle oh. and all that sort of thing. But let's, let's anyway, not get into that. Yeah, we're not going mate, down that path. Each year there's always some scandal these days and it's just yeah. like, oh, my God. But we'll move on. Look, Caddy should go up a few hundred K at least by the end of the year. I don't saying, think he's going to rise that much. You don't think he'll rise no, that much? I don't. But, that, but a few hundred K, and I know we haven't spoken about it yet, that's only averaging about a 50 a week. I, I honestly you don't think, don't do think he's going to get 50s. <sighs> like, I, I just don't think he's a key forward. Uh, uh, well, there I, you go. I don't think he's going to get 50s. Well, well, Ford's going to score that much in fantasy, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but, you know, in super coach, maybe. A couple of goals a game, but I mean, as long as you keep Stringer out of his way, you'll be fine. Yeah, well, true. Um, and the then thought like, I was thinking about was uh, Kane Baldwin. He only played like four games last yeah, season. Yeah, he's he got like forty-two. Defense. Is he back in yeah. defense now? Is he? Yeah, they're playing because he was on, he was uh, DPP, yeah. right, wasn't he last year? Well, he was originally a um, a forward. Like that's what we drafted him as, and he played as a forward for a little while. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, he he's now we're playing him down back. Mm. But I don't know if he's going to get picked. No, that's yeah. what I, I didn't have. Plus, we try and go by if you've played more at least. Half the games in the season. Yeah, well, I didn't mention Baldwin, but um, look, and now final part of the um the potty, I suppose, or of this little segment for us, and then the um ultimate pick. I mean, we've already spoke about him, so there's not really much to go over. But if you're going to choose one player from Essendon, it has to be merit, even based on the money wise. Unless you can think of somebody, like I said, no, no. It, it really depends on how many medals are up for grabs um in the season <laughs> because. Mr. Darcy Parrish, DP3, loves a medal game. Yeah, well. But it, you'd have to go with Zach Merritt. The guy's done it consistently Parrish for 10 and years. Setterfield are close. You know, you have your second and third medals for this, but, I mean, there's no – if you, money's not an issue, you want points, Merritt's. I would get Merritt. Merritt's, obviously. You Gives know. you an option for captain. He's great. Yeah, that's it. I, the only thing with the Bombers is there's a bit of depth across every line. And that's the hardest part because there's too many mouths to feed. So when it comes to a Nick, you asked how many I have. The reason I don't have any is that I don't know who's going to get it's the too points. Spread out. Yeah. Like with Ridley, I'd love to choose him, but what about Mason Redmond and what about Andrew McGrath? Yeah. With Zach Merritt, sure, I'd love to pay up, but you've got to factor in all the people that are going to rotate through that midfield now and access to points. I'm like, yeah, sure, he'll he'll make decisions that are good and he's a great user of footy but he's someone i'd look to pick up later on in the season rather than at the start i was gonna say there's something say first six rounds Merit he's probably drops like i was about to say he's gonna drop i think after his buy i would bring him in yeah like after mm-hmm. his mid-season buy not early buy there you go guys nice little piece of key information there from a bombers fan maybe look at him for what's what rounds their buy i think it's like 12 or 13 let me have a look yeah it, it it'll be interesting because it's hard to pick him knowing that he's just going to get so much attention. I thought it might have been earlier. Round 14. 14. Wow, Round 14, one. yeah. All right. Well, there you go, guys. little key bit of information for you there maybe. But um, I'll um, leave you with a couple more things oh, if you I got can. Still there, yeah. of course, yes, no. So a few more things. Oh. We spoke about him last year um, when we were picking our teams and stuff like that just off before our podcast even started, and that's Hobbs. I think Hobbsy oh. gave a bit of value. So keep an eye on him. These guys are more relevant for a, a draft league than anything. Yeah. So okay. I think for us, like I'm starting to think about that now more than I did previously because we've got ours coming up. Well, how old's Hobbs? Hobbs, uh, 21. I thought he was 22, 23. No, he's so young. Oh, um, and then we've also got Archie Perkins. There's always rumors of him getting more mid-time. I don't think it's actually going to happen, but thinking about a keeper league, he could be someone to stash away. Elijah Sardis, they love him but he butchers the ball. 
needs to get better at kicking. Well, that's why we didn't end up taking him. So he's a he's an option available in the forward line. Um, he's four hundred seventy six k, which makes him, I guess, an option. But it's just too much. It's for a an bit. Option. It's a bit much. Yeah. But when you don't have options and you've got the rumor of like, well, I, I guess with him being able what, to get would he tape over the tip and Woody roll, kind of. Yeah. I, he would be a, a half forward that rotates through the middle. Mm. But also Gresham's being brought in, so he's another one. But Jay Gresham, when he got um, CBAs at the Saints, didn't score as well as when he played high half forward. He had a pretty poor like, year last year, though, Gresham. This is across his, That's his last total. few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that, like a so common you, thing. You miss that. You don't think yeah. about that because I've always thought Gresham was good up until last year. He, where he like, is, he but he's back. good as a half forward that does some time in the middle. Like he does some good things, yeah. but from a fantasy standpoint, Oh, yeah. The extra CBAs, okay. which is what usually happens to boost someone's scoring, doesn't in this case. Mm. So that's some Essendon players. Um, someone to think about. Um, they might not be for you. You might not be able to pick them up. They might be some relevant couple of uh, games down the line. Look at this guy, this Essendon guy. It's a couple of Essendon guys for you. I haven't taken any myself, but. Because <laughs> I wouldn't take any in classic to start. To start. But these are people I would definitely look at. But look at when you start to see, 15, like, yeah. think about if you see Hobbs going in the middle with 50% CBAs and like a 60, 70% time on ground, why would you not pick him? He's 691K. Uh, I could find somebody else. You could rookie upgrade to him. For well, that. that's true. That's true. But I'm sure there'd be other players I could take. Finn Callahan, for your instance. But uh, anyway, let's getting on to off topic. Let's uh, wrap up Essendon. Oh, the other, yeah, I guess we've left oh, yeah, out the cult hero. The cult hero? Who now? No Mr. One. Goal of the Year himself, Sammy Draper, with the luscious locks, picking it out of the Didn't middle. Didn't deserve it. Wasn't even top five. Uh, you, okay, do you want to leave? <laughs> yeah, you're not welcome here anymore. Just because uh, his hair looked fancy on camera doesn't mean he gets he automatic goal is, of the year. He is. No. What do you mean? He's pushing people out of the road, doing spins, giving one-twos, and then he's a ruckman for Christ's sake. Do you see Riley O'Brien marching the big lope? No. This guy's doing things that I, old man couldn't do. I want to look at a galloping gazelle. He was a galloping gazelle. <laughs> look like a Muppet on TV. He was a He'd, snow leopard running. He what was, do you do He was a cheater. Well, let's get off that. What do you no, do no, with fantasy? I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. But he is definitely not relevant right, because he's out, out with a groin injury. We need to get out of fast and then this is but, horrible. Horrible. That will wrap up our Essendon podcast. Uh, unless any, uh, thank God for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. back in. Thank God for that. He was waiting for this stand. Thank you for tolerating uh, my love of the Essendon Football Club. And as always, thank you for listening. Uh, let us know what you're thinking. Are you going to be drafting any of the players? Um, you can head over to our Instagram um, to check it out, and we'll put that in the show notes. But as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this. Thank you, you two, for tolerating the Essendon chat. Yeah, well, I mean, when we get to our teams, I'm sure you'll tolerate us, so it's fine. Yeah, it's been a bit eye-opening, but I'm glad it's over. <laughs> All right, guys, I'll uh, catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Later. Peace out.